Welcome back, Xers, to another episode of It Only Hurts When I Talk, the podcast for Gen X aging disgracefully. Do you ever wonder what comes next? No, not after death, after retirement. Greg got a sneak peek when he visited his parents in Florida. and basically sounded like a geriatric sweet valley high. Like us on Facebook and Instagram, it really helps us out. But enough of this chit-chat. Get over there! An evening recording, look at this. Mm-hmm. I gotta get in bed here pretty quick, so we better make oh, this yeah. snappy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just I just got a beer going, so good, good. Much better. Much better. I mean I do that during the morning recordings too, I just don't talk about it. Right. No, we haven't recorded in the evening for this show before. I, you know, I don't think we have. Hmm. I do not think we have. Yeah, we had a we had a couple of, t- of evening ones on the other show. Well, the, the ones with Dan were... Yeah. Yeah, I shouldn't have let you do that. A lot of slurring. A lot of slurring involved. A lot of slurring. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That, um, yeah, those those were not a highlight. Um, <laughs> they're some of our most listened to episodes ever, though. <laughs> Go figure. How about that? People like listening to drunk people. Who would have thought? Uh, you know, we're affable drunks. I mean... Mm-hmm. There's, there's got to be a business uh, opportunity there in the fact that people like listening to drunk people. Well, hell, the whole show called Drunk History, you ever see that? Yes. Oh, great show. <laughs> so ridiculous. All right. Any any business to attend to before we jump into uh, a topic here? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. We're probably, well, maybe maybe just to say that we're, we're a couple weeks away from, from season two wrapping up. Yep. And uh, and we'll go on a little bit of a of a hiatus because you're you're having um, some new uh, screws and um, and washers installed in parts of your body. Springs, a lot of springs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of springs. Yeah. So we need to take some time. I still don't understand why that prevents you from speaking into a microphone, but whatever. If you need to take time off for that, you can. It's probably more about the oxycodone. So maybe people would want to listen to me all hopped up on oxy. I don't know. Well, you know, send me some of it and we can we can ah. do a, you know. I think there's laws against interstate opioid trafficking. Just, I think, maybe. Not sure. You know what? There's, law, there's laws against lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you get caught. <laughs> Only if you get caught. Exactly. Yep. Oh, my. All right. So, yeah. So, that's, we, we, we got a couple of weeks left before that. We'll mm-hmm. give you plenty of warning. We'll, we'll, uh. You know, you're going to have to put the radio on. Nobody will notice. They're like, huh? What? What happened? No one will notice. Oh. Well, and it's it's interesting. I had to go back to work starting this past week for a couple days a week, and now I need things to listen to in the car all of a sudden. Ah. There you go. So this return to work thing might actually be good for the podcast industry. It could be. Mm -hmm. It could be. It's not going to be good for me. I, I actually had a very nice first day back to work. I enjoyed it. And I came home, I told my wife, I said, this really isn't so bad. She said, you had one day. <laughs> did, did, did they have a bunch of like pacifiers laid out for you and binkies and, and blankies to keep you crybabies from, you know, getting all No, out? No, no, there was no, there was none of that. There also was no, you know, it, there wasn't, you know, bagels in the morning and pizza for lunch, like all the things I expected them to try to do to make us happy. Ah. Um, but, but I will say it was pretty empty. The vast and and as I walked around talking to the people that were there, a vast number of the people who haven't been coming in saw the announcements and shrugged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, I meanwhile, you know why I'm there because my group of chairs where my whole department sits is right next to the HR department. 
Oh, I figured you were stealing office supplies. Oh, well, yes. This this was my once a month grab as many pens and legal pads as I can. Mm-hmm. Just because. I do need that. I went over to our IT guy. I'm like, do you have one of those USB, you know, multi-connectors? And I, I, I rolled my wheel at home over my headset and got an extra <laughs> monitor laying around. So, oh, yeah. I, I, um, I refilled the coffers while I was there. Nice. How do you not? You know, isn't that what they're there for? Wait to see your quarterly report. Hmm. Who does quarterly reports? Prof, prof, profits are down exactly by two monitors, a headset, 87 <laughs> pens. <laughs> it was exactly 87 pens because, you know, there was a there was a 90-pack, and I left three so it wouldn't be suspicious. Oh, of course. So, you, yeah. so you, you hit it right on the head. That was very impressive. Exa- well, you know, I'm on to you. Also silly. So last week, before I went back to work, I went on a little adventure. I got I got I got on a plane in Westchester County, on a on a jet blue using the basic blue fare. Do you know what basic blue involves? Probably chickens. Um, there are no chickens. Stowage? Are you in steerage? <laughs> I was not in steerage, but I I I only had could bring a personal item. Right. So no no carry on bag or no check bag, and I could not pick my own seat, which you know what that means. I'm in twenty five E in right, the middle. Right. Right. So I, I stuffed three days' worth of beachwear into a backpack, and I got on a plane, and I sat between um, eh, two perfectly reasonable people oh, at seven, 7.30 in the morning, and I flew down to Florida to hang out with my parents in their 55 and over community for a couple of days. And you did this just before you knew you had to go back to the office, which was going to grind your gears. So you just oh, yeah. get yourself all all like super prepped for I, right I, I thought it would be good to take a couple days in the sun and the fresh air and remind remind myself what, you know, about, you know, they live, as you've heard me say, they live in camp. Mm-hmm. It's camp. I want to remind myself why I go to work, and that's for the, the eventual, you know, rest and relaxation. Well, it sounds, the camp that you're describing sounds more like Lord of the Flies. Um, yes. Let's get into some of the did details. Your dad, did your dad have the conch while you were down there, or did somebody else have the conch while you were down there? No, someone else had the... The, uh, the conch had been thrown at the ground and exploded oh, while shattered. I was down there. Yeah. It was... There's there's a lot to discuss. Civil war. Um, first, I'm going to mute my phone, because if I get one more text message from our spouses and their siblings, um, I'm, I'm going to go bonkers here. Um, so I'm just putting that off to the side. <laughs> you know. I do. Cause I'm, You're getting them too. I'm watching one of them walk back and forth to their phone and enter the text. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I still don't believe that's her sending me those messages. Mm-hmm. I've already blocked her. Yeah, it's a Nigerian um, prince. Yes. Well, then I might talk to for a little bit, oh, I suppose. right. <laughs> So you're okay. tell, tell us no, about no one's finding this fun. No, they're not. No, right no, no. Tell, not tell us about the, about my trip, the octogenarian Lord of the Flies that you are. So it it was actually it was fundamentally a very nice trip. I got to spend some time in the in the sun. I got to hang out with my I got to hang out with my parents without my kids mm-hmm. there. So uh, you know I was actually a focal point. Ah, <laughs> so it was it it was it, I got to feel like I was six again and just like. Oh, can I have some more ice cream, Mom? <laughs> you know, it was, so so that was kind of nice. Yeah. So it's nice being babied a little bit. I wouldn't know what that's like. Oh, 
you know, usually I'm here cleaning up wrapping paper and clogged up toilets. So, oh, cool, you know, cool. be, being somewhere else where I can be be taken care of is, is kind of a nice thing yeah. for a change. Yeah. Um, no, they take care of me here too. But um, so the, so they're in this Fifth Five Nova community. It's a it's a collection of buildings, and oh god, I think it's like forty thousand units in this place. It's it's enormous. And they own the build. They own their apartments, but of course there are dues, you know, like the homeowner association type stuff. And there's a board for the building. And the night before I got down there, there had been a vote, and the vote didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I, I land at ten o'clock in the morning on a Friday. It's seventy eight degrees out. Throw on a bathing suit, go down to the pool, and everyone's pointing and whispering and staring. And anyone who'll come up to my father, you know, my, my dad immediately goes, "Did you hear about the vote last night?" Da, 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 da. Um, was there a pig? A pig, pig? Was there a pig head on the stick by the pool? There was not. No. You're really into this Lord of the Flies <laughs> idea, aren't you? No. I, 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 that's what's entertaining me through the story right now. It's you're not mental you're, pictures. You're not letting that one go. I'm not. No. Um, the middle school ishness of this entire situation was at first I was amused. Then it started to get pretty annoying mm -hmm. because I was because I ceased being the focal point. Oh, that's see. it's not it's not all about you anymore. No, no. I went down so I went down there with some expectations. That it would be all about it, you. Oh, well well yeah, well, I, yeah. I would be I would be introduced to every single person there. They would all say the same thing, which they did, which, you know, when, the, when you know, they'd say, this, this is our son, they'd look at me and look at my father and go, well, gee, I couldn't have figured that out because we look <laughs> yeah. very much alike. Mm, very much. Um, you know, and I'd, I'd get to hear, oh, your parents are wonderful people, da-da-da-da. Um, and I'd get to hear my parents gush about these other people who, yeah. you know, God knows whatever. So I, I had expectations. I had I, – I, ha I was ready for – the onslaught of smiling and nodding that I was going to have to go through. So that was what I was not prepared for was the pettiness and the, the utter insanity of the outcome of this board meeting they had had the day before. It sounds like geriatric sweet Valley high to me. Oh, oh God. It's, <laughs> it's, it's more, there's, there's a Seinfeld episode from way back with George's parents from some some place they lived, I think in Boca, and they always talked about you know how you know they loved it there, but they also hated it there, and it, it's it's real, mm -hmm. it's all real. And I know you're, I know you don't know Seinfeld, but there are a lot of people listening to this going, "Oh God, yes, I know what you're talking about." Yeah. Um, and my parents must live in the same place that your parents do. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, the the pettiness of all these people and it, it brought me it, so it got starting to get me thinking because you know you and I talk a lot about what's next and what we're what the next phase of life is mm -hmm. and all that and for me a big part of next phase of life is that I live in a in a nice but really big expensive house and I'm down one kid and the other one is is gonna go to college as well at least unless you really start screwing up <laughs> and my, like this house is way too big for just my wife and I. Mm -hmm. And so the thought process is, you know, it's time to start thinking about what we do next. And I've been really excited about the idea of, you know, I already have someone do my lawn. I have someone do my driveway, but it doesn't change the fact that I've got, you know, I've, there's some painting that has to get done. There are a window or two that has to get replaced. Like there's this house stuff. Mm -hmm. I got mice. Um, Cause I live in the woods. 
I've had it in my head that I'm going to go somewhere where none of that's a problem. Except if none of that's a problem, I got to deal with the shit I saw last week. It's, it's, it's just different problems. Yeah. Yeah. An 85 year old Miriam who is just really pissed off about, you know, something or other. And bitter old woman. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I have joked for years, and you've heard me say it. You know, when do I get to go live in a cave? Right. I'm starting to think that's the only good option. I don't see that as you know the concept of like retirement community living. It's mm-hmm. like sounds like one of the most awful things ever to me. It sounds like a geriatric prison camp <laughs> that you have to pay to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, all the pettiness. I mean, look, we we live in the country. Our neighbors, I mean, we, they're far enough away you can't hear them talking, right? Right. But now with my eyesight, I can barely see them. So it's great, but it's they're close enough that, you know, if you really did need something, somebody would be around. That's perfect for, mm-hmm. like, what's next. The, the issue that we have, frankly, in staying where we're at is that our house is not well laid out for people, for, for, for the geriatric community. Now, granted... I still do have a few years before that happens, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know, living in an old farmhouse does not really—it's not really accessible. Let's put it that way. You've got the steepest stairs I've ever seen. Oh yeah, they're totally not code, but yeah, they're also a hundred and eighty something years old. So, mm-hmm. um, so the, you know, the the concept we had not having kids and and our best friends not having kids that, that we were just going to get a plot of land, put a couple of small houses on it. And have our own little retirement community. So pool our funds, have people take care of the outside, have people deal with, have, hell, have home health care. That sounds perfect. So you're That's creating your own 55 and over community. Exactly. but With only the people you would like to have there. And blackjack and hookers. It's going to be awesome. There we go. How, how, so, so how do I reserve my, my spot? <laughs> it's just a down payment. <laughs> Okay, and, and and is is there any are there any rules about about blinds or about pants? No, no neither. I'm in. Yep. <laughs> you better talk to your wife because it will yep. not be located anywhere where there's snow. So you, oh, no snow. No oh, snow. That's even it's even better. You you had me at neither. Yeah. To be perfectly yeah. honest. Yeah. Well, I know your wife is very keen on the. I don't want to live anywhere that's warm. So I figured you guys were going to the Yukon or something. It's it's less I don't want to be somewhere. She doesn't like overly warm. What she really doesn't like is a lack of seasons. She likes to see the leaves change. And and yes, a little snow is not the worst thing. So I've 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 told the story before. She spent three years going to school in Santa Barbara, California. And that's where she learned that she didn't like not seeing seasons. And my response to that is always, why don't I get to experience this and make part of this decision as well? Is it because she has trouble marking the passage of time when she can't I see the know. seasons? I, I I don't know what the reasoning is. I should probably get to the bottom of that one. Yeah. But it, it's it's just she she missed seeing the seasons. Yeah. And I get it. I do. Uh, but um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, so this I, whole I, this whole concept of of communal living, I think, is communal fine. Living. Certainly, certainly is. As we age and we get to the point, even when I mean, I grew up in a small town, very small town, and 
this idea of, well, you have kids because literally this was said to me on multiple occasions. Well, you're not having kids. Who's going to take care of you when you're old? I'm like, I don't know who's going to take care of you when you're old, mom. I'm, I'm leaving the state. <laughs> yeah. So this, this idea that having, you know, biology, biological offspring is some sort of insurance for your old age, that is of a bygone era, except for some, mm-hmm. you know, small rural America type thing. So this idea of, you know, older folks banding together basically to provide support for one another, I think is a great idea. What is an awful idea is taking people who have a very limited fixed income, having them, quote, buy an apartment and then pay rent for it too, and open themselves up to all of this bullshit drama and stress that they do not need later in life. You know why? Because they got nothing else to do. So then they focus on this stuff (laughs) and they they turn it into like the biggest drama show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like Kardashians got nothing on them. I mean, my mom lives in a in a community too. It's not like a like a gated community, but they're all retirees, and she's she's got a communal uh, wall she shares with another uh, condo, and their big thing is getting their roofs replaced. It's like so so and so, the president of the association says everybody has to have their roofs replaced, right? I'm like, so he just gets to make this decree that's going to cost everybody twenty five thousand dollars. What the hell is that all about? And then it's just this whole big hullabaloo about, I just, I'm so sick of hearing about it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. if you didn't want to deal with that, why did you move into that community? It's like they're all surprised that they have to deal with this. I don't know. I don't know if they are surprised. Um, Well, at least my parents aren't surprised. I mean, they, now they inherited this apartment from my mother's parents. I mean, there are people I met this past weekend who knew my grandparents who have been gone. Um, sheesh, my grandfather passed away two months after my 16-year-old daughter was born. So, I mean, they, they've been gone a long time, and some of their peers are still there. So so basically veterans of the War of Northern Aggression are still down there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's the War of Southern Florida. Yes. yes. Do they call you carpetbaggers? When you, when you went down there? No, no. But, I, but I'm going to push back on one thing you said, and I know, it's, you know it could just be a difference in the communities that we're talking about. Um, you mentioned them banding together and then you know, charging them all this money and mm-hmm. all this. At least this community. It's the opposite. It's not they can't afford to, to pay this, you know, limited income and all that. It's more that, hey, I paid to live here, so I should get to do whatever the hell I want. And the next door neighbor's going, well, I paid to live here too, and that doesn't mean you can practice your yodeling at 1130 at night. Right. That these people have lived with independence for far too long. They don't remember what communal <laughs> living is like. Correct. Correct. And now you're, you're basically forcing them all back into a college dorm, and it's not going to go well. Why? You know, they have that new show... Um, I've never seen an episode of The Bachelor in my life, but there's The Golden Bachelor now. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, did you not see this? No. Um, it's, it's you know, 60-somethings. Um, maybe they're 50-somethings. I don't know. Golden to me means older. But they um, <laughs> Older than me, certainly. It, it's older than me. <laughs> Definitely older than me. Um, so they have a show called The Golden Bachelor. Why they haven't done a golden real world or big brother is beyond me because that's, that's what I got to live in. 
for a couple of days. And the kicker is that, I mean, and love my parents to pieces, I looked at them and I said, this is not healthy. <laughs> and they're like, you're just seeing it on a bad day. We had this vote yesterday that did, that went south. And no, no, you, you know, we love everybody here. I'm like, I, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> well, put together a pitch deck and go to MTV or E or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And be like, I got this great idea for a show. It would be something. It would be something. These people. Oh, I, yeah, I just, I, the, if I could take Wisconsin, like all the people, the, 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 the attitude, the personalities, the, the Wisconsinness, and move it about 400 miles south, <laughs> 300 maybe, <laughs> then I would, I would have never, I wouldn't even thinking about leaving. Because just so, you're, so your lows are more like in the 40s instead exactly, of zeros. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So because here in like Wisconsin, people people have this like, hey, you know, we're neighbors and I'll do absolutely do what I can to help you out. But I'm private. This is privacy, right? You do your thing over there. I'm going to do my thing over here. We're just not going to get into each other's business. And that's that's a very Wisconsin thing. Even in the cities, it's that way. And there's this idea of, you know, just being conscientious. Mm-hmm. I know that if slash when, it's going to be when, we leave Wisconsin, even if it's for part-time, even if we're snowboarding it, it's going to be a culture shock again, where we're just going to be like, what the actual hell did we do? Mm -hmm. You know, the whole idea of of moving someplace else, you know, in your golden years is for, hey, I want to be walkable. I want amenities close by. I don't want to live way out in the sticks and, and have to be worried about getting into town. Until you actually live in town, then you're just like, how do I get the hell out of town? <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I, it's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. going to be good. I just, I, let alone the whole concept of like buying another place, right? The house is paid for and all this stuff right now. It's just like, and then good Lord with the way real estate is right now. It's like, I don't want to have to think about needing a mortgage after I retire. No. That's ridiculous. Ugh. No, you gotta you gotta hope that you can you can do well on your place and and be able to buy cash. But I don't know you that know. that's even possible anymore. I don't know. Because like you gotta buy your condo and then you have to pay rent on top of it, basically. And so you're never out from underneath of that. And so I just don't get I don't see how that's even an option for me. It's going to be like, we're going to have to buy like a little bungalow or something. No, I'm just going to buy that property on the edge of town. And, a yurt. Yep. And we're going to live in yurts and shipping containers, and it'll be really cool. Shipping containers. Mm-hmm. And imagine if you do want to be a snowbird, you could, you know, just, you know, put in a call to get the shipping container back I to could, Wisconsin. I totally. And you just, you just hunker down in there with a couple cans of Dinty Moore. <laughs> and you're good to go. Just call in for an airdrop. You're going to lift me, airlift me back to. Uh, yep. Back to Sauk City, Wisconsin, please. <laughs> I'm going to rent an Ericsson Sky Crane for half a day. Oh, my. <laughs> you might have something here. You know, they put yeah. they do have those kind of boxes with wheels on them. They call them motorhomes. <laughs> yeah, but then you got to hook up to the yeah, water. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, my, no, when, my, a... when my dad was still alive, they spent a, like, was it six or eight weeks in Florida in like a, a rental trailer, double wide basically, in one of these communities. 
My mom, all she did was clean. She cleaned constantly, which is what she does when she's nervous. And she's nervous all the time. She hated every second of it. My dad would just sit out in the driveway in a folding chair and just talk to all the neighbors that came by. And he was like a pig and shit. <laughs> oh, and I'm it sure. was just, it was ever, it's just a constant stream of people. And all mom was forever doing was, was chasing after bugs and sweeping sand out of the place. Oh, I'm not, and you know, my dad was a, that extrovert social butterfly kind of guy. And so he, he fed off that energy. My mom was not that way. I'm certainly not that way. And my wife is absolutely not that way. Mm -mm. So I don't see that even this, the stressors that would be created just by, just because of the other people that are around, even if they were the nicest people ever would be too much. Yeah, see, I don't mind people all that much. I, what? I mean, no. I do, I do. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on. Roll that back, mister. Okay, I'm going to live me, in the cage and I hate everybody. Let that, me rephrase that. You didn't. There wasn't a single person that's ever listened to any one of these episodes. They're all just called <laughs> bullshit on that. <laughs> so what don't, I, don't even start. Okay. <laughs> take, 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 but, take a hot second and reframe that statement. All right. All right. <laughs> I knew as soon as it came out of my mouth, I knew instantly. <laughs> I guess what I mean is I am certainly the more social person in my house. Mm -hmm. And the the thought, you know, we've been here. We've been in this house for 15 years. We've been here in this town for over 20. I'm ready to explore a new place. And that does include meeting new people. And I, I'm okay with meeting new people. I'm also okay with walking away from some of these people <laughs> if I choose not to spend any time with them. Mm -hmm. But I do believe there are people out there worth meeting. I've made new friends in recent years. I mean, that's one, one of my one of my very good friends who I only met a couple of years ago was an avid listener to the podcast. He knows I'm talking about him on his way up to Boston right now. But, you know, I, I believe you can still make friends later on. Well, I mean, uh, I do too. But the making making friends is one thing. Living in a in a compound with <laughs> all of those people around all the time. I just, I don't know that, I don't know, man, that scares me a little bit. <laughs> and, and, you know, something else, as we talk about getting older, um, one of the conversations I was having with my father, two, two very, very good friends that he's met since he's been down there, uh, both, both Canadian. So they're, you know, back and forth every six months. They are both back in Canada. They are both sick. They're not coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, I, he doesn't know if he'll ever see them again. Right. And that's, you know, that's hard at that, at that age anyway. You're, you are watching your friends you die. Know, yeah, of yeah, course. Die. <laughs> and that's, you know, when you do find a new place to be and if, <laughs> if there are, you know, groups and cliques and whatever else there is, when you find your people for, you know, for them to start nodding off on you one at a time, that's, that's hard. Of course. It's also inevitable. Well, it's completely inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. And that, I don't. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about that. I mean, I. Mm. I it crosses one's mind, but it's like. It, yeah. It's it's not a reason not to live, in in a community like that. Like I don't want to meet new people because they're going to die. <laughs> well, That's... part of part of part of my compound is going to be a death pool, oh, and we can all play into the is. death pool. And there's going to be odds. Yeah, and we'll change them weekly based on what sort of trouble I get myself into. Oh, we, we, saw, <laughs> we, we saw Greg barbecuing another steak. <laughs> yeah. Take a week off of his <laughs> number. <laughs> yeah, James was welding in flip-flops again. That wasn't, that's not smart. 
Weld, welding and flip. That will be your autobiography. Welding, Weld, and, welding flip-flops. and flip-flops. I, I love the title. The James Altwise story. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and mine, I guess, will, will be Living in Caves. That's my Indian name, <laughs> Living in Caves. Uh, Native American. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> you heartless bastard. Sorry. You're right. You're right. That is my Native American name, Living in Caves. <laughs> Living in caves and welding in flip flops. What a pair we will make mm-hmm. on your little commune with the uh, the no pines and the no pants. Exactly. That you know, we're affable drunks. We're 